0: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dishing With Digest. I'm Stephanie Sloan, Editorial Director, here with Mara Levinsky, Senior Editor. Hi, everyone. So, Mara, it feels like every week we're talking about another beloved soap star who has passed away, and I'm so sad to say that this week is no different. So on November 24th, Lisa Brown, best known to fans as Nola on Guiding Light and Iva on As the World Turns, died at the age of 67 after a brief illness. Now, I feel like you and I just saw her at an event that Martha Byrne hosted, but it was actually in 2014. And I just remembered that she had so much energy that night. And it's just such a case of just gone too soon, for sure. I mean, so many of my World Turns memories are tied to her. Lily's story was my favorite when I was a teenager, so the reveal of Lily's father and those powerful scenes between Lisa, Martha, and William Fickner are forever burned in my brain. I mean, Lisa will be so missed.
0: Absolutely. You know, uh, when I was getting really into soaps and sort of educating myself about the history of them, I was a particularly huge fan of Guiding Light. And when you study up on the history of Guiding Light, it is clear that the 1980s were absolutely a golden era for the show. Uh, The late, great head writer Douglas Marlin created the role of Nola and later the role of Iva. And I really think it is fair to say that he considered Lisa to be a muse. Uh, She was, as Robert Newman, who played Josh, put it in a tribute that he wrote to Lisa, at the center of everything when he first joined the show. And the movie fantasies that the show staged, which really brought Nola's inner life to life, uh, were so innovative and so terrific and became legendary. I'm particularly saddened that she passed away so soon after the equally unexpected death of her guiding light leading man, Michael Tylo, who played Quint. They are really, I think, emblematic of a very special time in daytime history, and both of those performers left an indelible mark.
1: Oh, here, here, absolutely. Um, I just hope that we don't have any news like this to report going forward. Um, Now, storyline-wise, we're going to see some returns this week. The first is to Days of Our Lives, and it's Kyle Lauder who plays Rex. So this should be good news for fans of Sarah and Xander because, you know, Sarah presumably left town with Rex and hasn't been heard from since. Uh, But with him back in town, chances are the secret that Sarah is actually... Missing an action, courtesy of Kristen, has a good chance of coming out. So we shall see what happens there. Over at Bold and Beautiful, we're also going to see Krista Allen make her debut as Taylor, which I'm very excited about. It's been a while since we've seen that character. Hunter Tylo originated and was the last to play the role. So it'll be really cool to see how Taylor fits into everything going on on the canvas right now. Absolutely. And uh, not
0: to be outdone... GH is offering up two big-name returns, Jeannie Francis and Michael E. Knight. So as viewers know, both Laura and her surprise half-brother Martin have been out of Port Charles in protective custody for some months and because they got word that their other brother, Cyrus, was out to get them. Uh, this week, we will see, uh, we'll see them where they've been holed up. And when news of Victor Cassadine's return reaches Laura, She is dead set on coming home to protect her family. So I am so excited to see both of these characters again. And I had just the most delightful conversation with Michael E. Knight to preview all of this in the new issue.
1: Um, and if that isn't enough, our guest today is also making her way back to daytime. It's Melissa Claire Egan, who plays Young and Restless as Chelsea and is returning from maternity leave. So, in addition to that big milestone, Missy also recently turned 40 and marked 10 years since her Y and R debut. So let's get her on the line and catch up on everything. Hi, Missy. Hi, guys or girls, ladies, <laughs> how, say. how are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm great. I'm tired, but I'm good. <laughs> well, I feel we have so much to discuss with you today. You've had some very big life changes since the last time we had you on the podcast. So <laughs> let's start with the biggest one, which is motherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, tell us how pregnancy was for you. You know, I was very lucky. I always say
2: like, I had such a hard time getting pregnant. I had so many fertility issues, which I've been very, you know, open about. So I feel like God like gave me a pass and was like, I'm going to make this part easy on you <laughs> because leading up for years was so hard. Um, but once I was pregnant, it was not, it was a breeze. Honestly, it was, um, I love being pregnant. I know that's like so annoying to say, but I earned it people. <laughs> like it was not easy though, leading up. So, um, uh, I'll say it. Um, I, I, was never nauseous, like not one day. Uh, and, um, and I love being pregnant. I felt really, you know, I'm not drinking. I wasn't, um, you know, I was eating so healthy, you know, all, so your body, you're just so healthy and you're getting so much sleep. So I felt good. Um, and I really loved it. I really loved being pregnant. I think I like got like a hall pass because of all the crap I had to deal with leaving up to the baby,
0: you know? I really enjoyed that you just knocked wood as though your pregnancy, which is over, I
1: know. come harder. Well,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> listen, yeah, yeah. you got it. You got to, you know, check all the boxes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. what about working through pregnancy? Like, was it ever challenging in terms of your energy level or in terms of memorizing dialogue uh, while mm-hmm. your mind might've been a little elsewhere?
2: Well, the thing is, if you remember, I didn't have to memorize any dialogue the whole beginning of the year because my character you know, had a brain aneurysm and was, um, couldn't speak and couldn't move. And uh, the writers obviously did not know I was even pregnant yet. This had been written way before. So it was such incredible timing. I was in sweats, sitting down, not speaking or memorizing lines. Like I, sh- I might as well have been in bed eating bonbons, watching the talk. Like I didn't, I mean, I had to, obviously it was very challenging acting wise. Like I, you know, I did have to like omit a lot and I did a lot and and do a lot, you know, I guess eye acting, if you will, but I didn't have to memorize any lines, which is, I think the hardest part of the job, hands down. Um, But then once Chelsea got better, I did have to memorize a lot of lines and, uh, but it was, it was okay. Like I said, I didn't feel sick. So I I really, I know a lot of people that were so, so ill. So I know it can be such a different story and such a game changer. If you're, it's going to be such a miserable experience if you're sick every day, I can't even imagine. So um, I feel really grateful for that. But no, I felt, I felt good. And then when I wasn't in the, in the, in the um, sweats, I was in the scrubs from the mental hospital. So I never had to wear heels like girls. It was, it was kind of kismet. It was perfect timing to be pregnant on this show.
1: That's amazing. Well, you you're go. surrounded by so many moms at YNR. Was there, was there anyone, maybe any of your co-stars who you specifically went to to like kind of chat about the pregnancy or just about babies in general? For sure. Liz Hendrickson was amazing. She's been such a great friend.
2: She gave us Jojo, her daughter's um, car seat that she'd grown out of. She showed up with you know packages of diapers when he was born. Um, and she just gave great advice uh, just about it all. She sent me like a 17 page email <laughs> about, like when I first told her I was pregnant about like, you know, what's the good doc to get? And what's this is what I recommended. This is what my friends did. And some people like this and I liked this. And Um, that was super helpful and she's just been amazing. Yeah. She's been so great and such, such a plethora of information.
0: So I, I know that you're no stranger to, um, household filled with boys because you have brothers, but how did you react when you found out you
1: were having one?
2: I was, you know, so excited. Obviously I was just so thrilled to be pregnant and it's so true. It really is. Of course you don't, you just want a healthy baby. Um, but my husband and I were like convinced it was a girl And, um, we were shocked and so excited. We just really thought it was going to be a girl. So it it was just, um, I just couldn't believe I was like having a son. Yeah. It was so cool. And it's like in the family, like my nephew, my sister-in-law has two boys. Uh, so we're just, it's just the boy thing, something about it. Um, but we were so excited. I think Matt obviously was so excited when we thought it was a girl, but I think secretly then he was like, Oh, cool. It's a boy. You know, you like (laughs) would never say it. But I feel like he was like, he would have been thrilled with happy baby. I mean, healthy baby, but, but he was, I think there was like a little extra pep in his step too, like that he was having a son too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we had a girl's name. We, we had a girl's name the whole time. And I had never, and then, and then I, um, and then we was like, shoot, I need to, to come up with a boy's name. So it was, yeah, the whole thing was a really special experience. <laughs>
1: Well, you had an amazing baby shower, it looked like. We loved the photos. You looked, of course, fantastic at it. It was thrown by some of your YNR family members. So tell us about the shower and what stands out to you when you look back on it now.
2: Oh, it was so special. You know, it really is such a family here. And, um, you know, like I said, so many people knew about my struggles, Greg, Josh Morrow, like was, I've been so supportive. Like, you know, I had to work with Josh after one of my first, after my first miscarriage, like the next day. And so he was like the only one that knew at that time. And this is like in 2018, but he was so upset for me and so supportive. I could like cry. Like he was just so loving and caring and like all throughout my journey was always like checking in, like, how are you guys doing? How's the journey? You know, are you guys pregnant yet again? Blah, Blah, blah. So, um, for him to throw it and Greg and Michelle Stafford and Liz, it was just so lovely. And um, and beautiful. They did a great job. It was over at Maggiano's, at the Grove, and it was just great. And just to have your friends there, and to have Eric Braden show up, and you know, Peter Bergman. Like, it was just so lovely. It was wonderful. I just felt spoiled rotten. Like, it was like an embarrassment of riches at that point. I just felt so, um, blessed and, and spoiled.
0: Yeah, yeah, when you get Victor and Jack.
1: I know! <laughs> really I know. Like Four actors with very, or four co-stars with very different experiences in their Path to parenthood <laughs> as well. Yes, it's a
2: good thing. yeah. So true. Exactly. So true. Yeah. Such a good point. They really did. And Michelle she was always so amazing. All of them had always been so. I mean, everyone had been so supportive. So it was. It was so great. It was very surreal.
0: Now Josh Morrow's wife actually designed your nursery, right? Yes. And
2: Toby designed her nursery. I keep joking to Josh. I'm like, Are you jealous? But now I love another Morrow more than you. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She's so special. She's so talented, um, and she's just like a love, a delight. Like I just want her to, like, decorate everything. Good. So I'm like, don't leave, Toby.
0: (laughs) Decorate everything in my house. (laughs) So what was the vibe? What was the vision for the nursery?
2: Um, we did, like, a really fun blue uh, wallpaper and, um, like, blue and, like, uh, um, like, a rust were the colors. Like, a blue and, like, an orangey rust. And, um, she just did a cute little like reading corner for him. And I like to be really involved too. So like I help pick the, the, ra- the, um, the wrapping paper. What? I told you I'm super so deprived. The, um, <laughs> the wallpaper. <laughs> Sorry. I'm in Christmas mode wrapping paper. What am I done with? <laughs> um, Uh. And yeah, it's just cozy. You know, it's just cozy. Oh, oh and it's like a safari theme, like a lot of animals, mm-hmm. a lot of animals, elephants, giraffes, lions, that kind of a thing
1: are oh, so cute. Well, you had a very easy pregnancy, as you described. How was your birth experience?
2: It was great. Like, of course, you know, there are always like hiccups, but um, I've had my doctor for like seventeen years. She's at Cedars, and she's amazing. And um, I got induced, and um, but I had to have a last minute C-section. So, uh, but it wasn't an emergency C-section. It's different. It wasn't like wow, well, last minute, like. With the baby, it would been, I've been there for 25 hours and the baby just like, wasn't coming. He was head down, but he just like, wasn't coming. And so, um, I was, we were all fearful that maybe he'd get stuck. So I was like, should we do have a C-section? My doctor's like, you need to have a C-section. This baby's not coming. So, um, and 20 minutes later, he was born. So, and it all worked out if, you know, it's not as bad as everyone says, like, of course there's a little more recovery, but like there's recovery both ways, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, let's just let's cut this baby out of here. <laughs> and it was cool. Cause then I knew like, it wasn't going to be like hours more. Again, I had been at the hospital for 25 hours at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so this way I knew he was, I was going to meet him in 20 minutes. Oh. And like I said, I, I love my doctor and she's incredible. And, and I trusted her and it was all fine. And it's crazy. Like the um, anesthesia, they're all so great at Cedars, the doctors, the anesthesiologists, the nurses and, um, the anesthesiologist took a bunch of pictures over like the thing. So like I have pictures of him like coming out of my stomach. It looks like he's like in a golf cart. Like he's like halfway on my body like this. (laughs) It's like so cool. Um, but yeah, so that's my story. He, yeah, it was the last minute C-section, but he like, thank God he's, um, safe. And we, we were at Cedars for four nights. So we learned a lot from the nurses and, um, and then you just like wing it and figure it out, you know? Yeah,
0: then they just like let you leave with a human.
2: I, I'm like, it's harder to get a driver's license. <laughs> than bring home a baby. It's so crazy to me. It's so true that people people say that they're like, like you don't have to like, I don't have to like show you anything. You don't want to like, you don't want to test me with something or like, I don't know, like like go through my like criminal record. I don't know. Not that I have one. Not again. This is when I'll knock on wood. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. So yeah, it's all such a. It's all so crazy and. A really beautiful experience and surreal.
0: Um, so we love his name, Mr. Caden. How did you come up with it? Well,
2: we wa- we knew we wanted like an alliteration, like like a C or a K to go with Cachoser. And we, um, my mom sent me, when I was pregnant, sent me like a text with like a hundred. She's like, what about any of these names? With like tons of hundred names. And them on a text message, and I was sitting on the couch with Matt going through, and I was like, Caden, oh, Caden Cachoser. I was like, I love that. And we knew we were going to do Robert as his middle name for Matt's dad, who sadly passed away. About twenty years ago, so we're like Kaden Robert Catrouster. We just loved it, and it just felt like him. It just felt like his name.
1: Yeah. Well, you're a few months into motherhood at this point. How's it going?
2: Honestly, I hate it.
1: No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 what if after all that, I was like, you guys, it sucks.
2: No, it's 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 tr- it's what everybody says. Like, it's so exhausting. You definitely have moments where you just like start to cry because it's overwhelming. But it's like the best. Like he's you know, you think about leading up to it, you think, oh, it's going to be stressful, but you like forget, oh, but you're going to have this like little angel though that smiles at you. And then it's like all worth it. So, um, it's been great. Like he's, he's really I was telling you earlier, like he's really smiley and laughy now. And it's so cute. Like even when he wakes up, he just like smiles at you and you're like, oh my God, like I could die. You're so sweet. So, um, but of course it's hard moments and it's exhausting and he's not, you know, I'm up a lot. I'm, I'm shocked about how, productive you can be on not a lot of sleep like I was really worried like coming back to work would be like I I remember thinking like I need eight hours for the amount of dialogue we shoot here there's just no way how am I gonna do it but you just do it it's so crazy like like cortisol is a real thing or whatever is that what it's called cortisol that just shoots into your body because you um it's it's much better than I thought it would be like the the lack of sleep and coming to work you know but, and coming to work has been a true, like I, we, you know, I had eight weeks of maternity leave and we didn't have a night nurse or anything, no help. So, um, I feel like I really learned a lot and got to know him well those eight weeks and Matt got four weeks. So I had like four weeks with him. And then the last four by myself, cause he was working from home, but still. Um, but then, um, it was, it was actually a real blessing to go back to work at eight weeks. Cause like it's such a great job for moms and I can be in and out in a few hours. I never have 18 hour days. Um, but it's good for me to like, you know, like brush my teeth before noon and like not, you know, have adult conversations, use my brain in other ways, memorize the lines, study, see people, do other things. It's been actually so healthy for me. People were like, are you really stressed? I was like, nope. I'm like, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I left it with this our amazing nanny started and she's incredible and I'm, she's so loving and kind and I trust her and I'm like, peace out. <laughs> so it's been a great balance to be back at
0: work. <laughs> Uh, what has it been like to see your husband make the transition from non father to father
2: it's so great it's he's so good, he's so hands on he's so patient. And I knew he would be, but you don't know until you like see it, you know and um yeah, he's the best, and he's so so cute with him and so good with him and like it's really special to see yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so who from YNR, uh, you mentioned Liz came by with diapers, like who else visited you while you were on your maternity? Um, let's, uh, Greg came by like day three with a lasagna. <laughs> it was
2: so sweet. Um, Liz came by Catherine Bach came by my TV mom. Um, and then I just, and then a lot of texts, like people want to, you know, like Josh and Toby are like, when can we see the baby? And, um, it's just been a crazy time for everybody, but, uh, but I'm sure there'll be much more visitors, many more visitors. I wish I could bring him to work, you know, but with COVID and stuff, we're still not allowed. Um, so one day day he'll get to meet everybody else.
0: Have any of your, all my children friends got, gotten to meet him yet?
2: Not, not, no, like just a lot of texts, like Alicia. I voice memo with Alicia all the time and she sent such amazing, lovely gifts. And, um, Rebecca, I actually found my nanny through Rebecca Buttig. I owe her big time. Uh, Cameron Matheson texts a lot. Um, so everyone's checked in and and been awesome, yeah.
0: So, what is your favorite Caden um, anecdote thus far?
2: Like I said, his uh, well, well, I did. I just got to dress him up in a newsboy's cap. I mean, that was fun. <laughs> 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 I mean, I had to dress him up as a newsie. Um, I mean, uh, there's so many. Like it's it's daily. I mean, my favorite thing that like I said about him is probably just like he's. You can tell already he's very like sweet. Like I said, like in the morning, he doesn't even, I mean, don't get me wrong, he cries a lot, but he doesn't like, um, like when he wakes up, he doesn't scream first thing. Like he like stretches and like, and when you peek into the, into the crib, like he like smiles at you first. He's like, good, you know, it's like good morning. Like before he's like, Wah! like it, it doesn't hit for a while. Um, I mean, there's so many he's in three months, he's acquired, uh, a
0: lot. <laughs> How long did you own that Newsies outfit, by the way? Four years. No, I'm just kidding. kidding. I got it on Amazon like a week before
2: Thanksgiving. I just always think babies in hats are so cute. And Newsies is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I was like, I must,
0: I must. We support, we support the decision.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad you guys like it. Mm Um, well, you did mention that you did have trouble conceiving. You did, sh- you did share that. Um, were you ever reluctant to share it? And then also, now that you do have a child, you know, what is? Can you even put into words what that means for
2: you? No, I mean, I wasn't reluctant. Like I had, like I said, I've been open. I had two miscarriages in 2018, and then I struggled to get pregnant again. I, I didn't share the first one right away. Um, But just because I didn't want to share it to share it, like just to like, I feel like it has to come from a genuine place and an organic place and not like to like, I don't know, I didn't want to share it to like get credit for sharing it. Like it just had to come organically and naturally, not that there's anything wrong with that either, by the way, whatever comes out, like people feel is organic to them. But I think I shared in that post, I did share it when I had a friend, I think when my, that post in 2018, I, I talked about it. Like I had a friend over the night before. I shared it. Who said, Oh, we just had a miscarriage. I wish I wish I had known about you guys. And I was like, God, I would have told you. I just didn't, you know. And then I had seen this Carrie Underwood interview where she talked, and it just organically was like, I was like, I really feel like I should share my story. Like, if people, like I said, that friend the night before was like, Oh, we felt so alone. I wish I knew. And that just broke my heart. I was like, Gosh, I would have told you. I just, you know. So um, that's what made me want to share. So I wasn't reluctant. And then, um, I just felt, yeah, like if it comes organically, I think it's, an, it's a nice thing to share, but I don't think people should feel pressured to if they don't want to, because it's super private and can be very painful. So, um, so yeah, so I wasn't reluctant in that way. Um, and then, yeah, I pinch myself all the time that it, like, there's so many moments of like, um, feeling, um, just like hopeless and helpless. So it's crazy. Yeah. I still pinch my, it's still very surreal to me that I have like a three month old that it worked out. Like it's such a blessing and a miracle. And like, I really feel like he's like a gift from God. Um, Cause yeah, it was just definitely, I definitely didn't know if that was going to happen for us, if that was possible, you know? So
0: Yeah, Uh, miracles happen you you know miracles do happen oh thanks babe um so sweet so uh you said that you were kind of like yeah let's get back into the groove like let's go back to work was there was that consistent the whole way through or was there a point you know in the the baby honeymoon bliss of those first few weeks where you kind of couldn't imagine leaving that bubble
2: for sure. Like in the beginning, definitely. But I, I, like I said, knowing that I wasn't going to be knowing I can be in and out of work in a few hours. Um, and it's not always that like actually last week I had a lot of 12 hour days. Um, cause it's been wonderful. They've been writing a lot for Chelsea, which is really exciting. Um, uh, I, um, but, but after eight weeks, no, I was really, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, you know, I, I needed something for, like I said, we didn't have any help. So I needed like a minute to like, just do something that's not, that wasn't baby um, related or like on my nipple. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And just having adult conversations and seeing my peeps. And like I said, using my brain again in that way, like memorizing and um, which is very difficult in and of itself. But I will say like, even after this past five day weekend, you know, like, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday of having him alone. I'm like, God, memorizing 40 pages a day is not as hard as taking care of a baby. It's t- truly taking care of baby is way harder than anything. <laughs> so, um, I knew he was an amazing hand, so that helped, but no, by, by the time eight weeks came, I was ready and you know, we're dark every Monday and some weeks I'm here four days a week. Some weeks I'm here two days a week. So it's such a great job for mom. It's such a blessing. I'm so grateful. Um, if I was on set 18 hours a day, Monday through Friday, then it would be a different story. Like then I would feel awful. And have like the mommy guilt, and even weeks like last week was a really busy week, and I I didn't I felt like by the time I got home I felt sad. But I'm always home by bath time. I'm always home to put him to bed. And not every week is that crazy. Right. So if every week was that crazy, I'd I'd feel really sad and have more mommy guilt. But um, they're, they're not all like that. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah. uh, well, did you keep up with the show during your maternity leave? Did you find yourself turning you know, it on? I definitely tried to. I def- I saw Victoria's wedding, which was beautiful
2: in Italy, but I. You know, it was so crazy. I barely had the TV on, you know, or if I did, it would be background. It's hard to like focus on anything in those first few months. Um, but like, obviously I still follow the shows like Twitter and Instagram. And if I'd be scrolling, I'd see like promos and that made me happy. It was like seeing your old family members on the screen. So I loved seeing everybody, but I, I wasn't like super in tune with the stories, but um, I would definitely catch it if I could. And I miss them all. It was like seeing, I'm like, you know, you miss seeing everybody. So it's fun to see them on the screen if you can't see them in person.
0: Right. So what do you remember about like that first day back and using that part of your brain again and seeing your friends, you know, how did it feel?
2: It was great. Well, and you know, and I kind of cheated because my first technical, my first day back is episode is December 14th, but I'm in two Zooms before that, but it's really quick. It's like one line. Um, so I shot the Zooms here. So it was a real slow roll, but my first like real episode episode, it felt great. It really did. I, I, um, I would tell you the truth. It felt awesome. It felt like it was nice. Also, it was was fun to get glam again, because not only had I not done it with the pregnancy, but even all last year, my character wasn't in glam because I was, you know, in the wheelchair and then I had the medical stuff and then I was in the mental hospital. Um, so like I hadn't, you know, put on some fake lashes and some lipstick in a long time and we're on a soap opera. So it was fun (laughs) to, um, get glammed again. And, uh, And just see everybody, the crew and like everyone in hair and makeup and my fellow actors who I just love. You really are a family. So it's just so fun to see everybody. And it was a great first day. Truly, I would tell you, I wish I could be like, it was really hard, you guys. It wasn't. I was fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then I couldn't wait to get home to my babe, you know? It's healthy. I really, it's healthy. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you give us a hint of how, if at all, uh, you feel like Chelsea has changed or is different from having been away from Genoa City for the last little while? Yeah,
2: I'm so excited for everyone to see these episodes. Even what i 've shot this past month of being back is so fun um, she 's changed you know she worked hard on herself, she obviously was in a bad place last year, all the bad stuff she did. she went a little crazy and she was very manipulative. Um, but I think you know she went and got help and she went, went away to take care of her mom and she 's learned her lesson. And I mean, she'll always have a bit of that, you know, con artist in her, you know, she's back with a mission to try to like repair her family. And she knows she did some bad stuff and she wants Adam to forgive her. And, uh, but she's still herself. So she's still very threatened by Sally. And that's a really fun story. Courtney's so wonderful and such a great actor and so fun to work with. So there's a lot of Sally stuff that happens. And, you know, Chelsea's a very, um, jealous, threatened person, you know, how she gets with Sharon and she's very threatened by strong, beautiful women who are into Adam. So that's going to be a really fun story. I can't wait for everyone to see that. Just good, fun, soapy goodness. And then a lot of stuff with her and Adam. So uh, I'm really excited for everyone to see the stuff we've already shot and what's to come.
0: You had posted like that Charlie's Angels-esque photo Mm -hmm. with with Courtney and with Lizzie. Mm -hmm. And I got very excited because I really see big soap potential for a... Uh, Chelsea-Sally rivalry. So much good
2: Sophie potential. I love very Dynasty, very Dallas. No, I love it. And they're both really strong women, strong characters. Like I said, um, Courtney's so wonderful. I've gotten to know her a lot over the past few weeks. and She's magnificent. So, um, And the three of us just went to, me, Liz, and, and Courtney went to lunch last week after work. So it's just so fun, the three of us together. And, and Liz is so funny in this character, because she's always like in the middle trying to be like, oh, whoop. Um, okay so well why don't we try this and so there's like a lot of she's so great with comedy so it's it's fun it's light it's but it's also the good soapy juice that we all love and thrive when we watch our soap opera so I'm hoping everybody likes it mm-hmm. and it's just catty and it's fun and it's funny to be catty sometimes you know we need that life gets too
1: serious we need the cattiness mm-hmm. um, so do you feel yet that you've changed as an actress as a result of becoming a mom
2: That's a good question. I can definitely relate to being a mom more, you know, since I started on soaps over 15 years ago, I was always a mom. You know, I had Emma on all my children and I remember I was 24 and I remember thinking, I can't have like a five-year-old. I mean, I could, (laughs) but I was like a child, you know? And so it's, and then I, um, I had a baby. I started on Y&R Pregnant with Johnny and then I gave him up for adoption and then um, had Connor. So I've always been a mom on these shows. So I couldn't really relate. You know, you, couldn't pretend because you of course know you'd love your kid. Um, but you don't know how much you'd love your kid until you have one. So yeah, for sure. It's definitely changed, especially because I've had a lot of stuff with Judah since I've been back. So relating to him as my child, as my son, when I actually have a son now is like totally different level for sure.
0: Like a little glimpse into your future.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's very, like I said, I know I keep repeating myself, but it's very surreal. It really is.
1: Yeah, because we've spoken to actresses over the years who, after becoming a mom, said they wish they could go back and play certain stories again with that knowledge, that they yeah. would approach it differently, you know? So
2: interesting. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah, I see that for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: I just want to know if we're going to start seeing Connor in hats.
2: <laughs> Put him back in Newsboys hats. <laughs> mm. I need to talk to David Zyla yeah. at a work job and just be like, "Can you start putting Connor in newsboys hats, please?" <laughs> I mean, look, put on everyone. I wear one too. <laughs> and Matt even thought Matt's like, "Is that yours?" And I was like, "No."
0: Why <laughs> you even No, it's on Amazon. So you think I can fit into that? I have a huge head. You're like, I mean, I'm gonna try, but I mean, gonna... I tried it, but it was
2: too big. <laughs> 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 I need to think what I had to put him in next. I'll, I'll send you guys a
0: picture.
1: <laughs> That's
0: so funny. Um, so okay, let's get into a few uh, other milestones that you've marked recently because okay. you, uh, you did a lot in 2021. You made a lot, a lot of uh, you know, big life moments took took place. And on the professional front, you recently marked the 10th anniversary of your debut as Chelsea. So I remember uh, when you first joined the show, it was like coming off of All My Children uh, and a great and successful run there. But what do you think the Missy Egan of 2011 would have thought if someone had told her, you're going to be here 10 years?
2: I, oh my gosh, I know. And even just to, before, before I even answer that, like I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, so I had a baby and I turned 40 and I spent and I celebrated my 10-year anniversary on YNR. And then the Emmy stuff. Like I'm so over myself. Like I need to not hear my own name for like at least four more years. So I appreciate you guys wanting to do this and inviting me on your podcast. Cause like I'm I need to not hear my own name for a little while. It's been such a, an amazing year. This is what again, Mara, this is what I'm gonna knock on wood, okay? Like such a gift, like such an incredible year that I'm so grateful for. Like so much stuff this year. Like I didn't even realize what 2021, like so much. But anyway. Um, so I'm just so grateful. Like how, how many things for one year? It's so crazy. Um, but again, I'm, I'm taking a hiatus. I'm going to hide under, uh, in a hole <laughs> after this. Um, but yeah, I, the Missy, I don't know. You know, you don't, you don't think that far ahead when you like take a job, you know, I was just so grateful. Maria Bell gave me this, gave me the role and I was so excited. And YNR was always like, you know, the, the soap, the number one soap and, um, the Rolls Royce of them all, if you will. And, um, I, I, I don't know. I, am just so grateful. Like I think back on all the storylines and all like the marriages and all the lovers and all of the drama and all of the, um, all the experiences I've been through on the 10 years since, since I've been on the show. And it's, um, gosh, I think that Missy would just be so excited. You know, all my children, I was on for four and a half years and that seemed like so long. And now I can't believe I'm, I've more than doubled that on this show. Like. Um, I'm just very grateful. I'm so grateful. It's so, it's such a fun job. It's such a wonderful job. It's a lot of work, but it's like the best and the best group of people. And, um, yeah, I'm just great. No, I just reviewed myself, but I'm really, really grateful. I really am.
1: Um, when you look back now at 2011, Missy day one at YNR, what stands out to you? Um, I mean, I remember just,
2: being i mean my first scenes were with kane the character of kane in the bar in myanmar and i just remember checking you know just taking it all in and i had friends here you know billy miller was here and he was great and showed me around a lot and judy bly wilson who's like an angel in my life passed me and weiner and all my children just remember her just showing me around and everything was so new but i knew a lot of people like i believe like debbie morgan uh, so like i knew a lot of people which made it really comforting and it's just a warm place. Like this studio, people have, you know, say this all the time and they do guest stars on the show or start on the show. It's a very warm environment here. It's not a lot of like icy egos. Like everyone's very welcoming and like, and, and um, they were. And so, um, gosh, like, I don't, I don't even remember the first day that well. I just remember being in the bar set with, um, Daniel Goddard and, um, and just being excited to be there. You know, it's crazy.
0: Well, you came into the show as such a troublemaker, and as you mentioned, pregnant. Um, When you look back on that entrance storyline and uh, her role as a spoiler in the Billy Victoria romance Mm -hmm. and working with Billy Miller, who you had Mm -hmm. had the pleasure of killing on all my children, uh, and working with Amelia, what stands out about that era?
2: Gosh. Just, well, again, just having so much fun with Billy and Amelia. Like, they're so great and so much fun, so... I was really happy I got to work with them. I got to meet, I remember Catherine Bach started around that time as well as my mom, who's become one of my super close friends. She's so incredible and so just wonderful and become a big presence in my life. Um, And, and just, I was just lucky that they gave me a lot to do, you know, and I worked with Michael Muni a lot then that Adam, he was such a, so uh, such a good actor. And um, our characters had a lot of really fun stuff that year. And, um, I just remember being, again, like, grateful that they gave me a lot of story. that gave me a lot to do. And, you know, you, you just kind of wing it and hope the fans like you, you know, these shows are tricky to kind of step into because the fans are so loyal and they've been watching for decades. And sometimes they're just, you're not their cup of tea. <laughs> and I'm, I'm still not people's cup of tea if you check Twitter sometimes, but <laughs> you know, you do what you, you do your best and um, hope, you know, just hope people like what you're doing. And so I was lucky that with all my children, it worked out. And, and same with y like that they, you know, kept me around and kept writing fun stories for me. And um, I've been lucky in that way, that the writers have always like given Chelsea good stories mm-hmm. to tell. So,
1: You know, as you look back on the years of story that you had, is there one that stands out as particularly special or two that stand oh out as that cool one?
2: I know people ask, it's so hard. I loved, I loved... The lying about the baby, Connor, you know, when I said Connor was Dylan's because I was mad at Adam, (laughs) you know, it happens. And and I love it because that's when like Liz and I, or Chloe and Chelsea became close friends. And then um, Chloe convinced Chelsea to lie about the paternity of the baby because she wasn't with Adam anymore, which was so messed up, but it was so good. And then I married, you know, Steve Burton's character. And then right away he found out the baby wasn't his. And I love that episode. I thought it was so crushing. Um, And he did such a good job with that. And then. Um, and so did Michael. Like it was just such a good little triangle. And then, and then he, and then, and then he divorced me like as if it's like a deal breaker. It's a lie about the baby's fraternity. Yeah. And then right. I loved the whole, um, with Justin Hartley, the whole Adam Gade reveal when he came on and he wasn't, at, he was Adam, but he was pretending to be somebody else. I thought that was so good. And he's so good. And that was so fun to play that. Um, and I loved when I was with Josh, because he's just one of my best friends on the show, so that was really fun. What else? I mean, I loved all the weddings. I mean, I really love it all. There's so many. I'd have to, like, go through. I loved when, like, I almost married Billy, but he knew I slept with Gabe, so he, like, humiliated me on the altar. I mean, it's just, like, you can't read this stuff. It's so fun. Um, so, yeah, all those all those good things. And then I really love, like, what Josh for me last year, the whole faking, the breakdown you know, with Victor making Chelsea fake it. And then you get the reveal at the end. I really like that episode. Um, so, you know, you just, like oh. I said, I've just been so blessed. They write Damn a lot of good, good juice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Missy, don't you think that with such similar taste in men, Sharon and Chelsea should really just get along a lot better than they do?
2: I know. You would think. <laughs> you would think. They really do. It's so true um one day actually i've had a lot with um chelsea and sharon have had some scenes recently since i came back from maternity leave that are that are very nice without giving anything too much away sharon's been very forgiving to her um and inclusive and helps her when she was kind of down so so far they're getting along but you know that could turn at the uh, blink of an eye
0: yeah get back to me in 2022
1: yeah exactly
2: exactly (laughs) who knows
0: Okay,
1: well, you've definitely mentioned some of your co-stars, but we're going to ask you uh, to give us sort of your first thought on some of the people you've worked with and who you currently work with. Okay. So, first thing that comes to mind. So, let's start, you mentioned him already, but let's start Billy Miller. Oh, love
2: him. So much fun. My, uh, I call him my baby brother, and he calls me his older sister, even <laughs> though he's older than me, because he played my younger brother. And he, you know, jokes that I just look older. Um, so, uh, the life of the party and baby brother is what comes to comes to mind. Love him.
0: Uh, what about Amelia Heiney?
2: Oh, so much fun. My Amelia. My little um, hippie, loving, wine-drinking, fun friend who's, uh, yeah, just, um, I'd say like a yeah, wine buddy, little angel girl. Okay, let's go
1: Joshua Laurel. Oh, Josh- Aw, um,
2: my bestie bud a uh, sports addict, um, lunch buddy.
0: <laughs> what about Michelle Stafford?
2: Oh, fiery, sexy, um, like, just sexy beast, so talented, <laughs> so much fun, um, could chat with her and talk with her for days on end.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Very And so supportive and loving.
1: Sure. Uh, Mr. Eric Braden?
2: Oh my gosh, just love him, an icon. Mm-hmm. um, So much fun to work with, like, especially when he's being silly and goofy, which he is a lot, like when he's doing silly voices or silly movements, you just laugh hysterically. He's a legend. And, um, I just feel lucky to know him.
0: Well, tell us about working with Mr. Steve Burton, who you mentioned.
2: I loved working with Steve. Like I said, that was one of my favorite storylines. Um, it lasted not too long because then once, once he divorced me after the paternity thing, um, (laughs) He, uh, we didn't get to work together really ever again. Like we got divorced, like go two days after that big reveal episode and then, um, never worked together again, but he's fantastic. We had a great, you know, I knew of him for decades leading up to it. So it was really fun having that storyline with him.
1: Mm Uh, and another former Adam, um, Justin Hartley. Uh, One of
2: my best friends, um, uh, so talented, so great. We had so much fun with that storyline. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was one of my favorites too. And he did such a great job with the whole Gabe Adam reveal. And the Adam reveal episode is still one of my favorite episodes I've done on this show.
0: What about uh, Burgess Jenkins? Oh, Burgess,
2: yes, yes, Burgess uh, was so much fun as well. We had a, he a really fun story where, like I said, I cheated on him and and um, and uh, and then he found out. Like I said, and then like berated me at the altar. Uh, and it was so fun. And then we had a really fun triangle with Justin. Like that was a really um, great, great storyline. Mm-hmm. And he's from North Carolina, where I'm, I'm not from there, but my parents retired there, and I went to college in Chapel Hill. So he's a good, uh, good fellow North Carolinian. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Elizabeth Hendrickson.
2: Love my um, my girl. Uh, she's the best. Um, my bestie on the show, and such a great supportive friend outside of the show. And we are gonna make sure our children marry each
0: other. <laughs> I was wondering about that. Yeah, ob- obviously. Okay. Good, good, good. Um, what about Jason Thompson? Yeah, I
2: love Jason Thompson and I have not been able to work with him yet. So I've had, um, a lot of interactions with the other billies who are all fantastic and amazing, but I, um, I don't get to work with him, which I would love to. And it was funny actually, when he first started on the show, I remember one of the Johnnies, you know, their twins who are freaking precious walk by and I was like, you know, he's ours, right? And, he, <laughs> and he's like, what? I'm like, Oh, he's our son. And he's like, Johnny's our son? I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I had to, like it, you know, he started on the show. There's all these you know, these characters in around forever. He didn't know. I was like, Oh yeah, you know, I, this happened and that happened and me and I, blah, blah, blah. And then and then and then I gave him to Victoria. Like <laughs> like a piece of Halloween candy. I just gave him away. Um <laughs> But uh it was funny like filling him in, like like that's actually our kid. Um, but yeah, so wonderful. I hope we have a storyline. Like I would, I want to work with him. I want to work with Brighton. Like there's so many amazing dudes on the show that I still want to work with. So we'll see.
1: Tell us about Peter Bergman.
2: Oh my gosh. He's just the best. Again, another legend and just so kind and always, um, you know, just lovely Checks in. he's another person that texted about the baby. Um, He's married to an Egan. His wife's made a name is Egan. So I joke, I was like, you can't get away from us Egan, ladies. We'll <laughs> find you. Um, but just, oh, the best. Just like, like an, a legend and just kind and wonderful and so prepared. And I wish I worked with him more as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how eager he is uh, going to be to see Ch- Chelsea when she returns. But what about Jordi Villasuso, who plays? Oh, again, love Jordi as well. And they're on great terms.
2: Uh Ray is very forgiving. And who knows? Like I don't know if if that's something that could develop more their relationship. Um if if, if they write Sharon and Adam getting closer, maybe they write Ray and Chelsea getting closer. So um we're, we're up for all of it. Um and he's fantastic. Yeah. I, I've known him since all my children and he's the best.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what makes Chelsea so satisfying to still play ten years later?
2: Such a good question. You know, the writers, the writers give me so much to do. I know I've said that earlier, but like, I'm just grateful that they, there's always a great story to tell. And she kind of, you know, she can be a little bad, a little good, a little con artist, a little, it gets a little better, but she still has that streak in her. And there's just always something interesting to play, you know, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. And um, like, even, even when the Emmy stuff came out, the fans were so supportive and they were like, Oh, we loved all the stuff in the wheelchair and I was like and it was so that was so nice of them but I was like that actually wasn't this was for the Emmys last year so I and that made me realize that gosh I'm so grateful like every year they give me really good stuff to play and good drama so um, it's always interesting Um, it always keeps me on my toes and it's always challenging and you can't ask for as an actor for anything more
0: good going back into this trifecta of you know major life milestones in 2021 let's talk about your birthday okay um, so you turned 40, were you apprehensive about it at all? Were you excited about it? What was no, about? I
2: was excited. I'm always like, it beats the alternative, you know, like a new year, another year on this planet, like is a gift. So no, I was excited for 40. And I feel like I mean, I don't feel 40, but, um, but I, I was excited for it and, you know, embraced it with open arms. And I think hopefully again, knock on wood, it's going <laughs> to be a great, um, a great decade. Yeah. I'm excited for, and like I said, there were so many blessings, um, this year that like, I'm like, wow, 40 has been great to me so far. So I'm, I totally embrace it. I think it's, it's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: were you able to celebrate and if so how did you celebrate uh not re- uh you know it was still COVID
2: stuff so we had a few friends a few friends over and they popped by. I wasn't gonna I insisted on not doing anything and then some of my friends were like we're gonna show up it's your 40th so we're gonna show and I also had a three-week-old baby or four-week-old baby so I was like I'm good I don't really need anything maybe I'll do a big trip next year and my girlfriends were like we're gonna show up with like booze and champagne and food and cake and and balloons so we're going to show up at your door anyway. So then we ended up having some people over and it was, re- and I'm actually really glad we did it. It was super last minute, but I'm really glad we did it.
0: That's yeah. really, really sweet.
2: Yeah. Special.
0: Um, and I have a feeling the forties are going to be great for you. Like, Oh, that's nice. You have the right attitude. You got the baby, you got the husband, you got, you got the, the job. What, what, what could you need? I, I hope so. I know. I feel very <laughs> blessed. I hope it's all, all good.
1: Right. Did you ever think that Matt would wind up on the show with you? Oh <laughs> my God. That was
2: hilarious. Never thought that. And he, he worked on the show twice. Like he worked more than most actors that year, like with COVID and everything. Um, I literally got, you know, a, a residual check, a SAG-AFTRA envelope in the mail, like last week. So of course I open it and it, I, he doesn't get SAG-AFTRA mail. Oh, but he does. Cause I open it and it was a residual check to Matt Controser. And I was like, What? Because he, you know, he was the kidnapper and the paramedic, paramedic number two. So he gets residuals now, ladies. Um,
0: (laughs) It's all happening. (laughs) Good for Caden's college fund.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, No, he loved it. And it was honestly so special. It was, I mean, COVID actually, of course, was a nightmare. But but that was like a funny little perk of COVID, having him here twice. It was, and, and for him, he really says, he's like, you know, Cause he's so not an actor, but he's like, gosh, you know, I, I get it. Like it's, you know, it's really, um, a rush under those lights. It's like a real adrenaline kick. I'm like, yeah, now, you know, it's like, you know, so he got to experience it. He was taking it very seriously. He practiced his one line. as the <laughs> We're you here to help
1: watch. you.
2: We're here to help you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we still make him say it a lot. So no, he <laughs> had a blast and, uh, yeah, it was really cool having him here.
0: That's really, really awesome. Yeah. Um, Well, we know that uh, our time with you is coming to an end, which is very upsetting, Um, but obviously uh, you know and I'm sure felt all of the uh, goodwill and the love and the excitement from the YNR audience for uh, the news that you were pregnant and then, of course, with the birth of your son. Mm -hmm. Um, So we would like to give you the opportunity, if you would like to take it, to address the YNR viewers uh, directly there's anything you would like to say to
2: them? Yes. I mean, I just want to say thank you guys for your constant support. Like I see it, I read it, you know, on the gram or on the Twitter, like you've just been so supportive and I, and sending good energy my way. And I truly felt it. Um, It truly brought tears to my eyes, how kind and supportive and wonderful you all have been, um, throughout this whole journey. And even like years ago when it wasn't happening, like you, I'd get random messages saying, you know, I'm thinking about you and I'm praying for your ba- you to have this baby or have a baby. And it was just so touching and kind to, to send to someone that you don't know personally. So, um, thank you guys for all your support and your support with me being back on the show. Um, I really feel it and I really, truly appreciate it a lot. So thank you. Very well, kind. we
1: look forward to seeing you back on screen, which is Ooh. December 14th. December 14th. Yes. Okay. And back in Genoa City. And we thank you so much for all your time today. It's so great to see you and catch Of course. Up. It's so fun seeing you ladies anytime. And we're so happy for you. And again, keep those photos coming. Really, Mar and I can't get enough of them. Oh, uh, okay. I will. You I owe
0: it to us. us.
2: Yeah, I will. He <laughs> sends his love. I'll, I'll post more. All right, well, thanks. <laughs> Have
1: a great day, Sorry, All right, you too, guys. Bye. Good to Bye. See you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Melissa Claire Egan for being our guest. If you like this podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to pick up a new issue on sale now and come back next week for another podcast.